The Eastern world continues moving against Western world commodity price discovery market systems, as Russia plans a new precious metals price discovery alliance, proposing its own international standard of precious metals exchange, dubbed the Moscow World Standard. The MWS would have Eurasian Economic Union partner nations such as Russia, Belarus, Armenia, Kazakhstan, and Kyrgyzstan. It aims to add major gold and physical precious metals trading nations like India, China, Peru, Venezuela, and other countries in both South America and Africa where precious metals are mined. Moscow has decades of Western versus Eastern precious metals price data, and they can also easily deduce that for decades running, the London Bullion Market Association, or LBMA system, has allowed precious metals values to be artificially kept low. Moscow understandably believes this is an unfair practice that negatively affects precious metals exporters. Russia and its partners account for about 57% of new physical gold supplies for the world each year. And with the inclusion of Venezuela and Peru, that stake would increase to 62%. With a new Eastern-driven price discovery exchange, Russia believes it can break up the monopoly of the LBMA, which alongside the CME Group's COMEX-NYMEX futures market, remains some of the world's most influential gold, silver, platinum, and palladium price discovery markets today. So here we have the majority precious metals producing nations of the world, possibly setting up their own price discovery cartel to take on the long-standing LBMA. Of course, we'll keep an eye on developments to come. Meanwhile, Western world investors are beginning to learn that even the world's largest commodity price discovery market likely has derivative price rigging shenanigans as large crude oil exporting nations like Iraq and Saudi Arabia have been making such assertions publicly recently. Oil prices are rising and some comments uh, by the Saudi Energy, Energy Ministry uh, made to our Brian Sullivan in a phone conversation yesterday. We want to talk about it. And the Saudi minister raising some eyebrows with talk about possible market manipulation. And Brian, who was on the other end of that call, is here with more. Brian. Yeah, Andrew, thank you very much. Had a 20-minute pretty wide-ranging conversation with His Royal Highness Abdulaziz bin Salman yesterday talking about the oil markets. He made a number of points. Uh, I'm going to start with this, though, because I think this is the, the, the main takeaway. And this is my read, guys, more than a direct comment from... Uh, Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman, which is that it is very likely that OPEC and OPEC Plus could possibly tighten the oil market, maybe even a production cut or a reduction in their output increase at their September 5th meeting or even possibly before that. And I say that uh, because Prince Abdulaziz was very adamant to me on the phone that he felt like there might be some market manipulation going on because of the spread between the paper market, that is the contracts we show our viewers on TV, the price of oil as we relate it every day, and the actual price of physically delivered oil. Remember, the Saudis have been raising their selling price to Asia almost every month, but yet the price of the crude oil contract has been coming down, now around 91 bucks and change. So it's kind of a wide-ranging contract. We can see that oil is up now uh, about 2% to 92 bucks, guys, but there was certainly this implication that there is the possibility of market manipulation given what he called the thinness of the market, meaning the lack of liquidity, lack of participants in the paper market has created these big spreads. Premium costs have gone up, which, by the way, if you're an airline or a company that wants to hedge oil costs, your hedging costs have gotten a lot more expensive. 
But I did find a little bit eye-opening about the possible manipulation comments because if you're going to manipulate the oil market, guys, it would take a massive trading house, I mean, some of the biggest in the world, and or a government in a certain way. So could we get an OPEC production cut on September 5th? Maybe, but it was clear from Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman that they were frustrated by the, by the right. thinness and illiquidity in the oil market. Brian, but th that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, to the extent that there's an implication of some form of manipulation, I mean, honestly, who could do it? You'd, you'd either honestly have to have a country do it, maybe, or you'd have to do, have multiple banks decide that they were all going in together to do it. And by the way, we have seen this movie before. I mean, you, could, you know, if somebody had said to me, LIBOR was being manipulated years ago, I, I don't know if I would have believed them. But... But may maybe, maybe and then we, we found need to keep our eyes open. In answering the stupefying question of who could be manipulating world crude oil markets, one might look to the most powerful crude oil price discovery futures market called the NYMEX, run by the CME Group in the United States, where for nearly 10 years running now, it's been an open secret that foreign government central banks enjoy high-volume trading discounts in various commodity price discovery derivative-driven markets. The CME Group's central bank incentive program allows partnering central banks to trade key commodity price discovery futures markets such as gold, silver, platinum, palladium, and in major energy markets such as the NYMEX CL or crude oil market. High volume trading discounts can be seen here. Coordinating central banks may simply be using commercial bank trading desk proxies and our partners to move price discovery according to their short-term pricing agendas. Surely the Eastern world also knows this too well and are therefore increasingly moving towards creating commodity exchanges and settlement systems that bifurcate Western Central Bank price movement agendas. Look for larger arbitrages and wider price divergences for key commodities to come as the Eastern world looks to regain further price discovery power, not only in precious metals, but as well in other key commodity markets such as in crude oil. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible Bullion giveaways like this one. Get ready for SD Bullion's Monster Box Sweepstakes that includes 500 Silver Eagles. You could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of Silver Eagles. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type two giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. The gold and silver spot price markets are likely to close slightly down for this week's trading. The gold spot price is looking to close just under 1715 an ounce, while the silver spot price may end the week below the psychologically important $19 an ounce bid. The gold-silver ratio has moved up slightly this week, reaching 92. The Reddit Wall Street silver crowd continues to cheer the steady outflow of registered deliverable Comex silver 1000 ounce bullion bars from combined Comex warehouses in the US and London. We witnessed this week an over negative 5% outflow in the amount of registered silver ounces supposedly backstopping the Comex Silver Futures Market Fractional Reserve System. Now with just over 52 million ounces of alleged silver, a level not seen so low since late February 2018, 
the letup in Western silver investment demand or Eastern world silver bullion bar demand is not likely to come anytime soon, especially at these relatively low spot prices. We received word this week that for the month of July 2022 alone, India imported over 1,700 metric tons of silver bullion. That's nearly 55 million ounces in a month of time for that nation alone. Industry reports out of India conclude obvious signs of an epic bullion bull market building, as poor man's gold, otherwise known as silver, is being increasingly chosen over gold by younger investors and jewelry savers. Indian silver market commentators this week stated, quote, gold prices have gone so high, people have diverted to silver because of their budget. As well, they stated, the new generation don't want to buy such costly gold and block their capital. And thus, they are choosing silver increasingly over gold, leading to record-sized silver import figures recently coming out of India last month. Physical bullion buyers out there should note these recent record-sized demand and precious metal price discovery challenging trends. Recent precious metal spot price weakness continues to allow current bullion buying discounts, which will not last for very much longer. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves, those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.